0: All right, today, so I'm excited. excited. We're always excited. Okay. Um, my text was a sneak peek. We're talking about how the Lord is our refuge. I've had a couple rough weeks. I've heard of a couple mm. people having a couple of rough weeks. Mm. So it seems timely that the Lord is our refuge. And then I really wanted to also take that a step further. Of how we can act almost like God as a refuge for others, Um, Hmm. and how important that is.
1: I love it. And I love our preparation, which is like, "Hey, topic, individual preparation." Uh huh. Then we just come together. What happens? (laughs) Dynamite.
0: But we specifically, I should ask you to tell them what makes you get all goosebumpy in your ministry. Oh. What, are, what are you on fire for? What's your passion? Oh,
1: wow. Curveball it. Dang. So it's, it's so funny, right? I, I, I sit up here with Abby, and week after week, month after month, right, I've apologized for sitting here, feeling as though I, maybe I don't hold the qualifications to, to profess the power of Jesus, right? Because I, I'm not biblically trained. I'm not I, all of these things, Right. And then there was this loving correction that I got at the, at the um, retreat that mm-hmm. it was like, but you love Jesus, so like, get on with it, girl, right? And I love that. Like It was the best, it was the best gift that I could have been given. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's allowed me to take up a little space in the world about what just lights me on fire, mm-hmm. which is helping to support a ministry in this church for women specifically um, that are seeking recovery from habits, and behaviors, um, those habits, and and habits and behaviors that have the potential to create distance between our relationship with God, right? Because mm-hmm. those are the ones we have to worry about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? It's, you can eat two of the Oreos, but you can't eat all six sleeves of the Oreos mm-hmm. because it might introduce, you're trying to fill a void, right? Mm-hmm. And so we just <laughs> kicked off this ministry um, specifically focusing on alcohol, um, and so we're, we're seeking people that are interested in recovery around around alcohol specifically and women. It has to be women because that's just where we're at right now. We mm-hmm. wanna to minister to the same gender. That's what's appropriate um, for us. And And alcohol, it's not just that it's like, oh gosh, well I actually don't have a problem with alcohol because I'm not under the bridge with my brown bag, mm-hmm. right? That's sometimes the the perception we have. And this ministry is just about anybody that's even sober curious. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that term, which is just going, gosh, maybe I should do a little less of that in my life. Maybe I just want to learn some different tools because I'm I'm noticing this show up more for myself than it should. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh my gosh, look at me go. But what there's a... the whole time. We were to talk about <laughs> no, but refuge. What,
0: um Cause I think I'm just gonna, before I dive into like what I kind of prepared biblically, mm. I just wanted to start opening the conversation with what's, what's real, what we really see. Yeah. And what I really see for you is when women are in need, mm. um, you're excited to be there. Oh, you're the gosh. first in line to be there. Yeah, because watching
1: people hurt it feels physically painful to me. I don't know if anyone else can like relate to that. When I see someone hurting, Teresa and I were talking about that a little bit, right? Like I want to help take some of that burden Mm -hmm. because suffering is optional. So if there's anything that I can do to help lessen that hurt, sign me up. Like Mm -hmm. I'm in line um, because I want people to know that there's, there's recovery, there's healing, there's Mm -hmm. love, there's acceptance, there's freedom. On the other side of our, our habits and behaviors mm-hmm. that, that separate us from God.
0: Well, and we, we, maybe to throw it in now, we changed our women's ministry and we're now non alcoholic ministry. And the next event will be a mocktail pool side. Yeah. And yeah. that was a spinoff of someone had a need. Yes. Someone needed a shield. And so immediately we raised our hand and said, hey, we're that shield. Yeah. You know, we don't need alcohol there. So that was kind of a growth in our women's ministry that. Yeah. Um, that you helped bring about, which was really, really important. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So if you're here and you're like, man, no more beer bongs at church. Thanks a lot, Amy. <laughs> right? Like, sorry. But it's really what it is, right? It's it's saying that we want to offer a safe place for people, no matter where they're at in their journey.
0: Yeah, And we should do that in multiple areas. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, we're
1: a meth-free church. You know, mm-hmm. we try to not incorporate that into our events. And and i I say that to offer too, is that I think Abby and I's hope for for Mountainside too is that is that you can come like it doesn't matter where you're at in that journey, but what we want is for there to be a safe place that you can come knowing that i I can let my guard down because if you're on a journey of sobriety of of anything and you come into a place and alcohol is being served in in the house of Jesus or in the community of Jesus. Mm-hmm you're having to keep those guards up just a little bit. You're having to kind of stay on edge and make sure that you're, nope, I don't drink. That's not what I'm focused on, those types of things. And so we want to create Mm -hmm. an environment where those come down.
0: And for some, it doesn't matter.
1: And for some, it doesn't matter. But for some,
0: it does. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So I wanted to say my side of what I do. Oh, yeah. But it's outside the church. This is a picture of me and a friend of mine Um, So I am an ultra runner. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm really actually an ultra hiker. I beat the cutoffs. I go out. I've done a 50 miler before. I've done a couple 50 Ks. On foot, right? Not like- Yeah, I know, over mountains. I just did Broken Arrow where we go up the mountain, the ski resort, twice, but really three times because in the middle you have to go back down. Yeah. Um, And it took me 10 hours, 47 minutes, I had 12 hours, and I have it all written out exactly wow. how to make how to make that happen. I train for it. I make a plan. I make it happen, and and it's this community that we help each other to do that. Yeah. Um, totally an ungodly community. There's a few Christians that you know that I, I know, um, but you know it's my mission field. Yeah. So, Susan is one of my bestest friends in the whole wide world. She'll never come to a church. She's picked me up once in the church parking lot. That's closest we've got. Hey, man, that's progress. <laughs> if she's... we do beer balls out there, oh, she might set foot in, right? But I always say she's at church because she's with me. Hmm. Um, so we train a lot. So this was her 50-miler. This was her first 50-miler. Wow. And I was set up to do the aid station. And I was going to, if she, she was supposed to do about 40 miles, make it to me. And then I would pace her. So pacing just is kind of like make sure you're safe in the mm-hmm. middle of the night, and make sure you just keep going because you're literally wanting to give up at that Die, point. Die, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, so she was having a heck of a time. It was a hot day, and um, she was at the aid station before mine. She was supposed to come in at six o'clock. She texts me that she's not doing well. Yeah. Between the aid station she had five miles to go. It took her three or four hours to get to me. She was crawling. Yeah. She was barfing. She just kept texting me. I'm barfing. I'm sitting. And I just kept, and she has the text conversation. And I say, I'm here. Yeah. Just get to me. Yeah. And I still, like, this is my passion. Like in physical or in spiritual, I just start to melt. So I might cry, but, um, but to, offer that mm. when someone to have something someone needs yeah. to be there and be able to fix someone and we as christians later mm. i'll get into that can do that spiritually yeah. and physically in a really big way but this is just such a in-your-face yeah. illustration so she got to me and she was hungry sh- she was cold oh. she was hungry yeah she was barfing a lot of vomiting. she wrote in her text i'm dropping at hobart when i get to you i'm mm. done I'm not finishing <laughs> Oh, but she, she did finish because okay. she got to me we took an hour two hours we just gave her soup we just I gave her all my clothes she's wearing all my clothes because I was camping there for the aid station so I had clothes so I gave her all of my clothes sat down talked her through it and um, got her food and then paced her out 13 mm. miles until 6 a.m probably took us seven hours mm. to get through the night um so I just say that as, as that, that real illustration of how we can't take away the mountain. Mm-hmm. We can't take away. I couldn't change the race for her, but I could have her not quit. Yeah. And I could be with her and I could keep her safe and I could keep her warm and fed. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And there's so much beauty in, in where <clears throat> your heart is led to and serve. I, and I go crazy. Cause I it know. Just touches and me. it's not your armpits that t- this <laughs> time. So that's good. It's, the ministry that calls you and the ministry that calls me, both of them deal with people where it's, it's an isolating event, mm-hmm. right? When we find ourselves in need of that refuge, mm-hmm. we're by ourselves on a trail mm-hmm. and we're, we're reciting this loop in mm-hmm. our head about doubt and fear mm-hmm. and all the things we don't know how to do. Mm-hmm. And the same with somebody that's suffering through addiction of any kind, mm-hmm. right? You're by myself thinking, I'm, I'm not, I've lost hope. Yeah. I don't have anybody that's going to understand, care, or accept me in the place that I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's interesting because both of those are about isolation mm-hmm. and drawing people out of that isolation into community. Yeah.
0: And I was always like, oh, I, I was the one giving the help. Mm. But then a few weeks ago, I did Broken Arrow. And Susan started with me, but she's not as fast. And so I had to break away to yeah. make the cutoffs. And I was more alone in that race than mm-hmm. I've ever felt in my life because yeah. it was so technical that you couldn't stay with anyone. You couldn't make a friend. You had to be like, I have to go as fast as I can, and I'm really slow in the downhill, but this lady was really fast. And yeah. I was really fast in the, in the you know, snow, and she was really s- slow, and I had to leave her. Um, someone other than Susan, like someone who I kept seeing, but I couldn't stay with anyone. And literally in my mind, I'm like, Just get to the finish. If Mm. I just get to the finish, Susan will be there. Yeah, Tim will be there. Yeah, Jody will be there. I knew the people, and there were people I knew at Snow King Aid Station. I said, "Just get to them. Just get to them." And um, so, just portraying how how deep that goes sometimes, and how a person can change everything. Absolutely. Um, And how even if there's not a person, God can change everything. But that's the next. Nice segue. So let's go just biblical, because first okay. I just wanted I wanted to share that story.
1: What's the first I hope verse you chose?
0: So I, my verses are all like really pretty and poetic. Obviously, David <laughs> is running away, and God is our refuge and strength, and ever-present help in tr- in trouble. Um, Psalm twenty-seven. That was Psalm forty-six. Psalm twenty-seven. For in the day of trouble he will conceal me in his tabernacle; in the secret place of his tent he will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock. Isaiah 25 says, for you have been a defense for the helpless, a defense for the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have these notes that you guys can take. But anyway, you you get that a a lot. And that's why when we're brokenhearted, we often go to Psalms and read those. Mm -hmm. Um, but I wanted to make it a little less, since I'm kind of a tangible ultramarathon kind of person, I wanted to explore how God is our ref- refuge, how he is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's great, he's a tabernacle, he's hiding me. Oh, that's great, his wings are over me, but how? Mm-hmm. What can I grab a hold of? How is he doing this? And And it's
1: funny you say that, right? Because the rest of Psalm 46 is, therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea... Though it's waters roar and the foam of the mountains quake with their surging. Mm-hmm. Like Psalms is saying, don't worry about it, right? Like, Just don't worry about it. The ocean's going to swallow up the mountains and, and the whole thing's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. But don't you worry about it. God's your refuge, which mm-hmm. is a, a pretty tall order considering I worry about if I have clean underwear for tomorrow. Yeah. Like it's a little bit much for me. So I like that you go to the tangible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so the first thing I, I figured out of mm-hmm. how, the first thing I wrote is... God is our refuge because he keeps us in his love and out of shame. Hmm. Romans 8:38 and 39, nothing can separate us from the love of God. John 10:28, you know, no one can pluck him out of my hand. No one can pluck you out of your father's hand. Hmm. And that's just the gospel. So when when we need a refuge, go to the gospel mm-hmm. that God has loved us. He has died for us. There is no separation between me and God. And I don't care what Satan says. Mm-hmm. I don't care if this... I was just listening to a Tim Keller sermon uh, how Satan is sending you trials or thorns or or things happen in this world because we're sinners or God sends it, but Satan specifically has a message which, with each of these trials mm-hmm and hardships Mm -hmm. that you're bad yeah and we have to change that message to be like I will never be separated from the love of God Mm -hmm. so don't tell me I will be yeah don't tell me I'm worthless because the Lord has died for me Mm -hmm. so there is a refuge first that I take and then this is a refuge we give for accepting others. Romans 15, 7 says, accept one another as Christ has accepted you. And I'm reading this kind of counseling book, but I kind of want to, I rephrased what she said. Shame leverages the threat of relational exile as a way to teach. So usually stop complaining or don't show your face around here. Mm. You know, like we can do that to each other or we can do that to ourselves. Like, I'm just going to give up because I can't do everything God asked me to do. Mm. You know, that separation or we shame somebody else if they're in alcoholism Mm -hmm. if they're in bad decisions so we and as christians we're always tempted you know because the bible does say there's church discipline there's separation Mm -hmm. there's a place for that Mm -hmm. but at the same time jesus didn't separate himself from us when we were sinners while we're yet sinners christ Mm -hmm. died for us there it is there it is there it is so Shame doesn't lead to change. One of the many problems with shame is that any change it brings will only be temporary. This is because it leads us to react out of our need for external survival. It doesn't come from the heart. This is exactly why Romans tells us the law cannot save us. The law only separates us from God. The loving sacrifice of Jesus unites us to God. I love it. I love it. And
1: I want to dig in on that piece about Satan and how he can show up when we're seeking refuge, when Mm -hmm. we're in the middle of stress, fear, sadness, pain. These are all things we seek refuge for. But if we seek the wrong refuge, right, to me, that's where Satan becomes this sort of insidious thing that, Mm -hmm. that shows up and tempts us to seek things other than God. A wolf and sheep sheep's clothing. Absolutely. Like a
0: fake refuge.
1: Yeah. And it can look different for everybody, right? It can look like, man, I got bad news at work. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to call my sister, right? Mm -hmm. I am upset about this. You know what? I deserve to go shopping, right? Gosh, I am pissed about that. I can go to nothing bun cake and Mm -hmm. eat the 12 incher I had a really hard day, mm-hmm. and you know what? I deserve to have an extra glass of wine tonight. Mm-hmm. These are all ways that, that Satan shows up in these sort of innocuous ways mm-hmm. that societally we accept and go,
0: yeah, of course you had a hard day. You should eat the 12-incher. That's and fabulous. and even mentally, <laughs> mentally I'm eating a giant cake sometimes because I'm oh, you're fantasizing. bitterly yeah. anger believing lies about other people and judging. Yeah. That's yeah. the mental kick.
1: Absolutely. Where it's not my fault. It's someone uh-huh. else's problem. Yeah. And we don't seek refuge in the things that God calls us to, right? From, from Psalm 46. And, and what it results in, right, and where Satan really takes hold to me is that that will only result in sustain, sustained disappointment. Because then the next day happens, right, and the same baloney shows up, right? I said mm. that instead of the BS word. Did you mm-hmm. catch that? It shows up by us. Um, we, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a bad word, okay? So if it offends you, you have to cover your ears. Get ready, okay? We call it co-signing our bullshit. So if I call you and say, I had a really bad day, and, uh-huh. and you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to buy the purse. I'm going to buy the purse because I deserve it. And you go, you know then what? And I say, oh, yeah. yeah. You, just, you called
0: the right person. You yeah. called the yes man.
1: Yeah, you get that purse, right? And so that's co-signing someone's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that to me is where Satan shows up, right? Not that you're Satan, but certainly me seeking you for refuge and receiving the wrong kind of of refuge mm-hmm. in that moment because what God calls us to do instead is come fall at my feet, present your concerns before me because that is exactly why I died for you. Mm-hmm. I will give you rest, I will make your burden light. Amen. But we so often don't.
0: So, so my point and your point, I like how this is happening. You like this? No, they're clashing. Perfect. <laughs> but they clash. And it's real, mm. and they're supposed to clash, yeah. Because there is no point by point that I can tell you. We have to follow the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. How are you going to accept everyone, but not co-sign? Mm. It's a journey. It's mm-hmm. hard, and you can do it, and 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 we help each other do it. Yeah. But that's the balance of love. But you don't just let you do whatever you want. Yeah. How yeah. do I love you? Um. Yeah, and not make offense where I don't need to make offense. Yeah. But not just let you go. Do whatever you want, so that you hurt yourself. Yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely. It, knowing, knowing again? as no, just a statement. Knowing as Jerry would say, we have no control over anyone's anyone no. else. Mm-mm. All we can do is be faithful yeah. to be that, to be the best refuge that we can.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think we can lovingly help our sisters too, right? If somebody's in that spot, mm-hmm. how am I responding to their seeking of comfort, their seeking mm-hmm. of refuge? And am I offering a free a blank check to cosign that baloney, mm-hmm. or am I offering something that looks a bit more biblical in terms mm-hmm. of, hey, have you prayed on it?
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, have you have you talked to you know, and also a sister in Christ? The acceptance piece, my first piece, is really about, it's okay that you feel that way. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like, and it's okay that you want to buy the cake. Yeah. I'm going to try to get you not to eat the whole cake, but you I understand it where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not judging you for it. And yeah, if you sure. do it, you can still come back and talk to me. Absolutely. And... That's that's the, the piece, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is. I mean, we talk about it all the time. And that's, that's even the, the journey of us being a refuge. You have to go over a few mountains mm-hmm. and cross a few rivers. Mm-hmm. It, it's a little tricky sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if it was station. it, we wouldn't need God. Yeah. So it's okay. Absolutely. This is a good little shining star of information that I really like. Can I lay okay. it on you? Do you have lay it me? on me. Okay. Our refuge... So, God, as a refuge, created in Israel in the Old Testament right away six cities of refuge. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I knew this, but I came across it and I really like it. So, if someone, you know, he's setting up society, God is the creator of society. If someone had accidentally caused a death to someone else, mm-hmm they were allowed to flee to one of these six cities and be safe. So no one would just straight up be like, you just killed my sister, you're dead. If it was an accident, they could flee and live a second chance. Like a safe word, but a safe city. A safe city. Okay. If, it, if they didn't know if that, you know, if it was an accident or not, they could wait for a trial. Okay. Um, so God, you know, doesn't want us killing people, but God makes a way all through the Bible, and obviously, ultimately with Jesus, but he makes a way for us to fail. He makes a way of grace. He makes a way um, if there was an accident. Mm. And I actually related that. um, First, just take heart if that's you, if you've accidentally sinned, God wants to give you a second chance, and that is how he gives you a refuge. And you can say, the Lord forgives me for my ill intent and for my good intent Mm -hmm. mess-ups. He also forgives me and Mm -hmm. gives me away and gives me a second chance and gives me more wisdom. That's how he's giving you a refuge and hold on to that. If you would like to be Mm -hmm. a refuge like that, Mm -hmm. the way we are a refuge like that, I think is not gossiping, Mm -hmm. is one of the big ways. Mm -hmm. Because when we start to tell each other every sin There's no safe city. There's no safe person. Everybody knows what you accidentally did or what you purposely did. Mm -hmm. Um, So gossip takes away people's second chances, Mm. and we would want second chances. Yeah. And so I think it's good to because sometimes we're like, well, we got to warn you that this person is this way, but Mm. they you don't have to. They they could get a second chance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think. I, I love it, right? Because God seeks
1: to heal us. Mm. That like He seeks to make us whole and mm-hmm. we're made whole in His Son. Um, and we don't get whole by tearing down people around us mm-hmm. and we don't get whole by judging other people's pain or where they're mm-hmm. suffering or hurting, right? And being stuck in yeah. the past forever. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm pretty sure, not biblically trained most the content of the Bible mm-hmm. is about the work that I personally need to do to to get myself on a right path to be in a righteous place with God. Mm-hmm. It doesn't often ask me to worry about mm-hmm. your um, your relationship with God
0: mm-hmm. beyond,
1: like that's a you and God thing. And my job is mm-hmm. to, to help be a light in the dark, mm-hmm. to be... Um, on your race as a beacon helping mm-hmm. to say, hey, you're off course here, sister, we gotta get back on. Yeah. But he, he doesn't often command me to uh, reprimand you. He pretty much takes ownership of that responsibility through and through. Yeah. Yeah, as, absolutely. As the
0: Holy Spirit, he has provided the Holy Spirit for conviction. Yeah, Yeah, not
1: Amy. Yeah. Even though I try sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. and that's where, it's funny that when God tells us what to do There's other bonus effects. When God says dwell on yourself, there's a bonus effect. You're not being judgmental for others. Yeah, absolutely. I got another one. Okay. You want
1: it? I want it. Let's do it.
0: Our refuge provides a path out of sin. Yeah. Because when the battlefield is raging, um, it's easy to... uh, Kind of what you were saying. Calling someone and just being like, I'm going to sin. Yeah. I'm going to just do whatever I want and I'd like you to co-sign. Yeah. Um, So this goes right along with it. I didn't figure it out, but I figured it out just now. Um, He says, no temptation has come to you that is, that he will not provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. But your refuge is, I want you, when you're tempted and you feel like it's beyond what you can bear, that you have to sin, that you have to be bitter. You have to be angry. You have to be judgmental. You have to drink. When you think you have to, God literally says, I am a refuge and there is a way out of your sin. Always, yeah. There is a way not to do it. And yeah. one of my favorite, I wasn't going to throw this in, but I will, a bonus lesson. I love how someone put it, how every time you go through a temptation, it's like a door um, or, or a room and the door is the exit. And so the first time you see you're in this room, you see this temptation, the door is big and you're like, I'm out.
1: Mm-hmm. Easy.
0: Mm-hmm. but if you stay in it the door gets smaller and if you continue in it the door gets smaller mm-hmm. it's harder to find the exit it's harder to find your way out but the promise of God is there is always a way out mm-hmm. and so you can have that promise as your refuge but we are a refuge because we become we can become a doorway mm-hmm. all the time yeah with sobriety mm-hmm. we can be the person to call mm-hmm. There was, there was a runner at this last race, so I was at a race this last weekend. She left the aid station, and she came back 15 minutes later. She should have been back three or four hours later. And we said, what happened? It's like, I don't know. I just followed the flags.
1: She thought that was the best race of her <laughs> life. It was over in 15 and minutes. And we were,
0: like, trying to figure it out. We are like, uh, that's not flags that's not that's not the course where did that's you see me you should have see just a ski said ski good slope? job you were won. like we're like you have to go up <laughs> the whole ski slope did <laughs> you see a ski slope she's like I don't think so in your we're 15 like, you would have seen it. <laughs> so um so oh. me and Katie were helping this this woman and I'm like crap I'm gonna have to go out with her and Katie was like I'll go with you and I was like thank you Katie so because she was like I think I'm gonna do the same thing I don't know what I did where I lost the trail Katie went out with her, and Katie came back, and she said, "Yep, she did the same thing. Yeah. She saw this little bit of a trail and got turned around, and she was going to head right back. Yeah, but Katie walking with her, yeah, showed her Kept the her way. On the course, yeah. And sometimes we, we just don't know the way. Like we're really like, I don't know.
1: We just got turned around. Yeah, I don't know how I got here. We call it getting hit by the caboose, <laughs> right? Okay. Like if you're paying Who, attention, who's we?
0: Because I miss that. I don't say that. I know. That. No. Oh. Okay. so
1: We like me. <laughs> me. It's apparently just I say that. Okay, I say you. it all the time. Okay. Right. Yeah. I was hoping we were doing like a we thing. I didn't. It's okay. okay. Just me. I say it now. Too. You say it now. I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> but that's what it is, right? Uh-huh. Is that if you're attentive, if you are on guard in prayerfulness, positioned well with God, mm-hmm. you can see the train coming. You're like, mm-hmm. ooh, that's going to be a bad idea, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we tell our 15-year-old, nothing good happens after 9 p.m., yeah. right? We're telling her the train is coming. Uh-huh. But if you have your head down or you're following the whispers of Satan, right, the caboose hits you. And then all of a sudden you He's go, missed it. what in the hell just happened? Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Yeah, Right? Because you didn't have... You didn't have your friend beside you to mm-hmm. go, oh, darling, you're off course here. Mm-hmm. You got to come back. And we
0: are definitely part of the promise. Yeah. To be a doorway for each other, a, a way to get out of sin, a way to say, hey, can I express my utter sadness to you instead of keying this person's car? Yeah, absolutely. Can you be my
1: safe place to land yeah. on this side of heaven? Yeah, Yeah. That, Can I, can I give you a little Isaiah 65, 24? Hit me. Okay. Speaking of, um, so I looked at it as symptoms of picking the right refuge. When you have chosen the right refuge, these are things that you might experience as a result. Okay. Um, one of them was wisdom, right? And so Isaiah 65, 24 says, before they call, I will answer while they are still speaking. I will hear to breathe that in is incredible, right? Before, before they call, before I utter God's name, he will hear me, mm. right? And, and he will answer me. And before I can even figure out the words to say, you know who I've really got a beef with God? Mm-hmm. He's already heard me, right? Mm. And that's the promise of what God says when you seek him as a refuge mm. is that Isaiah 65, 24 promise. Um, I don't have to speak it and I don't have to call for it and Mm. it's already heard and he's already got me, but I'm merely human. Mm -hmm. So I might call my sister beforehand and go, do I eat the whole sleeve or just three Mm -hmm. of them? Right? Right. I got to talk this through because I, I can't seek the right refuge if I'm off course.
0: Mm -hmm. I need a little direction. Yeah. But that's, that's the truth of it. You're only human and God has, God knows we are spiritual beings in this physical body. Absolutely. Of weakness. Yeah. And he's just passing out a bunch of grace cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can talk yeah, to your a, sister. Yeah, buffet. you can go to church. Yeah, you can cry.
1: Buffet of grace. Yeah, you could. Yeah. hmm uh, one last thing too um, that we didn't talk much about, but one of the things that you might experience when you pick the right re- refuge is peace. And of course, it's the Philippians four five kind of peace, right? The kind of peace that surpasses understanding, mm-hmm. um, peacefulness that allows the chaos of the world to be swarming around you, and you remain steady in it because you know that God is your refuge, mm-hmm. not the temporary person, not the bank account, not all the things that we're worried about in a very temporal way, but mm-hmm. Truly the peace that surpasses understanding. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that just floods me with this sense of like, okay,
0: mm-hmm. okay, God. So off the cuff. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing has been off the cuff. What are we talking about? I know. Because I had to apply the lesson. Yeah. And I have had a difficult couple of weeks mm. where I have like, been like, okay, where's my refuge? God, my refuge. Mm-hmm. And I realized, because uh, I wasn't getting the piece. Yeah. And I kind of realized at this moment maybe the piece wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. At this moment, I was. I was still on the mountain. Yeah. I still had to finish it. Yeah. But I was um, able to just continue. Yeah. In pain. Yes. Because the
1: promise of God is real. You know that there's peace Mm -hmm. available to you.
0: And there's an end goal Yeah, that's not my happiness. It's God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um, There's an end goal of just doing what's right and Mm -hmm. just having faith in that. Yeah. But... It was, it was a little bit peaceful, but not totally. Yeah. So I would have to say that, you know, you might not be getting the PC and don't feel like you're doing it wrong. Mm. <laughs> because Susan still, she, she was clothed. She was provided for. Yeah. I was with her. I showed her the course. She had a way to the finish. It was really painful five hours, seven hours. I yeah. have <laughs> pictures Sounded of her like just it. bent over. Like every, tw- every you know, five minutes, she's just bent over and it, we could be honest and be like yeah i'm bending over every 20 minutes yeah but i am at peace as far as god has provided for me i have someone with me mm-hmm. and i'm gonna and i know i have hope that i'm gonna make it you know it's and gonna that's end. as peaceful as you get but you're still Absolutely. in it yeah for sure so if that's an encouragement to anybody who's needing a refuge um Yeah, I think those are the important points. I I think we we hit
1: them. I love the discussion, Mm -hmm. right? It's about when we're suffering, where do we go? Knowing Mm -hmm. that there's both earthly and heavenly support available to Mm -hmm. us. And if we're not feeling as though the comfort is coming, it's an opportunity to assess maybe where we're seeking that refuge Mm -hmm. and to seek out sisters who you know love you and have the best interest For you Mm -hmm. to help guide you on the path, so that you don't have a caboose hitting you, Mm -hmm.
0: and at all times, that's kind of why I wanted to do the. We need a refuge, and we are a refuge because at all times, we're one, yeah, or both, yeah. Like, because I'm not always in turmoil, Mm -hmm. but I'm making my life. Building it so that it is a refuge for others. Yeah. You know? That's beautiful. Not just so we could be holy. We're building refuges Yeah, for, for people. We're Absolutely. We're building the kingdom of God that way.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and creating Mountainside to be a refuge for people that they can come broken. They can come uncertain of how to get out of sin mm-hmm. and saying, there's no judgment here. Mm-hmm. Bring your hurt and bring your pain mm-hmm. and we'll help carry that for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we hope you enjoyed this session of Amy and Abby. Talk about something. All right. Okay, you close us out in prayer today because I opened. Okay.
1: Father, thank you. Thank you for being our refuge. Thank you for loving us when we forget that you are. Thank you for the women of this church, those that are here and those that couldn't be. God, we pray that um, that. Some wisdom of yours was passed through Abby and I into these ladies. And we just thank you, God, that we can come as we are, broken or tired or distracted. And you say, thank you, child. Thank you, daughter, for being here, for fellowship, um, for community. Bless these women as they go into their week. Um, Allow them to carry your good word and grow your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.